श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वर गुरु साक्षात परम ब्रह्म तस्म श्री गुरव नम तस्म श्री गुरव Let us live happily, or let us struggle to get happiness in life. This is choice. Normally, all our efforts, all our activities, they are directed towards getting happiness. If you observe our day-to-day life. somebody keeps on sleeping up to 10 o'clock to get happiness the other person wakes up early in the morning 4 o'clock to get happiness one person keeps on observing the fast for getting happiness the other one is eating the whole day for getting happiness one person gets married to get happiness the other person doesn't get married to get happiness in short we are having only two expressions of life one is involvement second is withdrawal there is no third activity either we get involved or we get withdrawn and all these activities are meant only for seeking happiness and our whole life goes in this struggle of getting or seeking happiness there is nothing wrong in that we are all doing it for the same purpose now the question is we have been practicing this trying this for years together have we come to a point that we have really reached the fulfillment in life that i have attained happiness and hereafter i will live happily this question must be put to ourselves not a day or two we have lived for so many years and we know our lifestyle and we know what we have done what we avoided and yet have we come to this point or we are again and blinded we don't know what is next so what are the things that we have been doing in search of happiness first we start getting involved in the indulgence enjoy the worldly things then we start getting involved in acquisition collect a lot of things around so many things that we don't have a place to move within our own house what for only for getting happiness then the other person takes to sanyas gives away everything and goes in the forest there also is he really happy so we all have tried our best different ways 
and if we are sincere to our own experiences we will come to this conclusion this mantra comes in mundaka upanishad pariksha lokan karma chitan brahmanaha nirveda mayat na asti akrutaha krutena tad vidyanartham guru meivabhi gacchet samit panihi shrotriyam brahmanishtam pariksha lokan karma chitan whatever we have been doing in the form of karma or activity whatever experiences we have gathered lokan means experiences whatever experiences we have gathered in our life what is the conclusion or are we mechanically going through life what is the conclusion so the teacher says nirveda maya one is bound to attain dispassion now what is the dispassion dispassion is not running away from the world dispassion to understand let us take an example our upanishads tell that the whole world is an illusion <clears throat> and also it is said that the whole world is nothing but brahman the reality bhagwan god so you put these two statements together the world is illusion and the god is the world conclusion therefore god is illusion so what do we understand by this statement we are trying to learn nirveda maya attainment of dispassion now let us see this way when we look at something knowing that it is an illusion what is our interaction with the illusory perceptions think like the mirage waters we see like the rainbow we see we know they are not real they only appear so when we see the rainbow do we say oh it is illusion no we enjoy we don't condemn it we enjoy but the most important thing is we don't want to take a piece of the um rainbow to be given as a gift to the beloved we know it is but it is not so what is the net result of this statement this world is an illusion we live in this world cheerfully happily nobody come becomes miserable when he sees the rainbow oh rainbow has come unfortunately it will go away no whatever time it is there we enjoy see therefore the first vision our scriptures give how to live happily this is the foundation and when this foundation is initially taken as a practice slowly it becomes our nature see about this i'll tell you one of my experience which i have quoted many times in different context story is the same but the understanding is different for example once there was one of my talks in mumbai and normally the talks were on the fifth floor one day when i went for the talk 
the watchman told me that your talks will be on the ground floor. I said, okay. So I went to the ground floor. And trustee of that organization came. He asked me, why you are going there? I said, for seeing a movie. No, 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 but your talks are normally on the fifth floor. How come you are going there? I said, your watchman told me. Therefore, who is he? I said, he is a watchman. No, 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 you cannot have it there. We will have it on the fifth floor. That means you can stop it. Prestige issue. So, the TV people have fixed their camera, audience was sitting, and I was just to start my talk. So, before starting, I thought, let me take a glass of water. So, when I, he said, no, no, take the water up there. I said, all right, I kept the water there. See, the funny part. And then it took almost 15, 20 minutes to shift the whole mess. So, I went to one room. And I told that servant there, hey, get me a cup of tea, nice cup of tea. So he got me a cup of tea. And that time one gentleman came and asked me, Swamiji, these people have just dismantled everything. Are you not getting disturbed? I said, why should I get disturbed? I am having a cup of tea, enjoy. No, but you know, then he told a story. The other day in the same place, one Swamiji was giving talks and some other Swami came. So just to make him sit, the these uh, organizers told, Swamiji, if you don't mind, we'll move your seat little this side, so this Swamiji also can sit. And that Swami got angry. He said, you give the talk, I'm not going to talk here. And he walked away. This is not the way to treat the speaker, the acharya, got angry like that. And they have shifted you physically from, you are not disturbed. I said, look here, my thinking is very clear. Is it that those who are sitting on the ground floor, they were listening to me? And those who go on the top floor, they will not listen to me? I know both the places, nobody listens to me. So how does it matter where I am sitting and where the audience is? I know I am talking for myself, not for others. See, friends, then why do you talk? I talk because for just a time pass. I have no agenda to achieve anything in this world. You are happy. But when we are struggling, to get happiness, we are miserable. So instead of seeking happiness in life, the best way to live happily is to express happiness. Every action, every word, every thought, express happiness. And when you are expressing happiness, it becomes your second nature. And what is that second nature? Be attentive. You develop a faculty with a high count called as WQ. Do you know WQ? IQ? IQ means what? 
No. Why me? If all the problems come to me only, but why me? The answer is why not? WQ means wit quotient. Wit quotient is that he who has a vision to see big jokes in everything. I was in uh, India in Rishikesh. There is one very uh, palatial hotel, seven star, called as Ananda in Himalayas. We had a retreat there, organized by those people. Very high end retreat. People coming from wherever by chartered plane, and from there they are driven straight away by AC, huge luxury bus, and they were paying for a seven days retreat. 700,000 rupees, very high end. And those who registered with me for seven days, they had to pay only 50,000 rupees. So it was a mixed group. And uh, I didn't know who is who, nor I want to know anything. So what happened? Uh, one girl, she said, Swamiji, if you don't mind, I want to take photograph with him, you please take my picture. I said, okay, I took. Do you know who is he? I said, I don't know. Then I was told, he is the topmost anchor in some TV channel in UK. I said, hey, I am sorry I didn't know you. Very happy to see you. He made one statement. He said, Swamiji, you have got the wit and humor like the Britishers. Very subtle and very, very soft. Unlike the Americans. Americans don't have wit and humor. They are only physical. Somebody is coming, he falls down, people laugh. That is jokes. Jokes are crude. Wit and humor is subtle. If you have the wit and humor, you will be everywhere but discover something different. Like just now I told when we were coming down through this maze, isn't it? Now, even if you want to go out, you cannot go. You have to listen to me. See, life becomes beautiful. Otherwise, you look at the same thing. Oh God, where they are taking us? I don't know. If something happens, how we will go? Don't, don't, don't worry about it. You have to go nowhere. Then why we have come here? By mistake. Relax, relax, relax. Therefore, all the things we have done in our life, have we really discovered happiness? If yes, go ahead. If not, then change the attitude. Yesterday, I was talking in that uh, institute. What is the name of the institute? In? In Seed. Okay. So, there the same thing we spoke that we are uh, struggling to be successful in life. But have we discovered that we have fulfillment in life? Success is in the outer world. Fulfillment is inner world. To live happily is to be fulfilled in life.
and for that we have to understand the basics of life you see more the person is intelligent more miserable he or she is they are dependent because they are intelligent and then for everything they will have the cause and effect cause and effect but if you are the student of vedanta you will discover one day cause and effect is an illusion and the day you discover this then you will never get lost into this but why this is happening to me this is you are the fit person to get miserable you know that big uh, thing which was going around the world me too so many people used to write you know samiji i love you samiji we are missing you now 100 times you receive the same thing what will you reply so i started that day, me too See, you are happy. You don't have to do anything. When happiness is created through action, after the action is over, frustration begins. But when happiness is expressed through action, it will never be over. That you live happily. This is the basic principle we all have to understand. To live happily, we have to stop seeking happiness, and whatever we are supposed to do, do it happily. And doing it happily means what? Following things. We are not bored. Now, like you know, we go to so many places and so many people. now there are two types of people in the audience those who have come on their own cheerfully happily they enjoy and those who are tied down with a lead come okay and they silently suffer because they are not come joyfully happily this is one of the simplest method to live happily make it a resolution to yourself out of these three things what should we follow number 1 whatever we are doing it must be done only to express happiness expression of happiness means no complaint number 1 number 2 you enjoy every moment number 3 don't postpone your happiness in the future period of life normally when we are seeking happiness what happens see i want to get married so that i will be happy after marriage then we want to have kids then we will be happy then now the kids are growing up we will be happy after they get married in short we are constantly postponing our happiness in the future period of life. don't postpone this be happy now and here this positive understanding of happiness now the other part of happiness is living happily means living at zero complaint level no complaints 
So out of the three things, first, do it cheerfully, happily, without complaint. You have learned the secret of living happily. Second thing, if you don't want, reject. No, I don't want. Don't do it. But we are average people. So what we do? Surface level, we show that I am doing happily. But inside, there is a revolt. I don't know how long, you know. Such people have acidity and GERD because externally happy, internally frustrated. How important it is. Therefore, to live happily, we have to have this first principle. Whatever we do, do it cheerfully, happily, with zero complaints or don't do it. See, friends, the net result will be you are, you are not seeking happiness in life. The day we start seeking happiness, we postpone our happiness in the future period of time. How do we do this? I am doing this thing so that if I get that, I will be happy. Be attentive. Every action happens always without any choice in the utter present. We cannot act yesterday. We cannot act tomorrow. We have to act now and here. So when we are acting now and here, happily or for seeking happiness, what would be the difference? So when we are acting now and here happily, after the job is over, you are free. Because you are not seeking happiness. But if we are seeking happiness from action, through action, then what will happen? If I do this thing, I will get that and then I will be happy. So unknowingly, we are postponing our happiness in the future period of time. And every action has got a different gestation length. Some actions take longer time, some actions take quick, less time. And in that proportion, we postpone our happiness in the future period of time. This is what many parents do. What they do? If we get a child, the child will be grown up. When we are old, then the children will look after us. So they are not happy to bring up the children. They are waiting for them to become old and then the children should look after them and this will never happen. So during the childhood also, they were not happy. In the old age also, they will not be happy. See? Like I am talking to you. This action. And you are seeing me. I can't say you are listening to me. You are seeing, I can see. Listening, God knows. So, if I talk happily, I don't care whether you understand or you don't understand. It's your problem. And if you are not listening happily, you will be all the time worried. You will suffer, but I'll continue. <laughs> I won't stop. Therefore, this is the simplest technique to live happily. 
don't postpone your happiness in the future period of time. Now the second thing, to achieve this happiness in life through every action, while the actions are done, very simple thing. Whatever we do, nobody needs it. Whatever we do, we need it. Like Ayaka Moria. Now, Maria and William, they have not brought me here earlier or nor I have come here. Even then, they were living happily. But if I have got this wrong notion, because of me, they will be getting happiness. I will be the fool of the highest order. Then why did I come here? It is my need. I get some victims to talk before them. I can't talk before the furniture and the walls. So it is my need. And the more I talk about happiness, more I get established in happiness. What topic you entertain in your life? If you entertain a topic that I want to improve the society. Whole life you spend, I guarantee you, society cannot be improved, cannot be changed. It has always been like this thing and it will continue to be like this. All the saviors have come to save the world. All of them were shaved off. The world is as it is. See, all the saviors who have come Start from Ramakrishna to the latest one. The world is like this. Because if the world is real, then you can improve. Like, have we ever tried or thought of, let me improve my dreams. I am always getting very horrible dreams. Somebody is coming and throttling me. Somebody is coming and killing me. Oh God, I can't sleep. So now from tomorrow onwards, I will have good dreams. Okay, try. Exactly the same way, this waking dream has always been like this. And if you practice what we have discussed, Living happily every moment is possible whenever we do something. We should have this clear understanding. It is our need that we do. And this is to be learned from every experience of life. This I learned from one of mothers like you. <clears throat> you know what happened? In Mumbai, now I stop everywhere. Uh, I don't go to anybody's house for food because it takes too much of time and gets tired. So some mother, they bring food for me to my place. And sometimes it takes them two hours, two and a half hours because of traffic jam and all that. When Amma was bringing from Andheri. So she will take a bus or a train other was bringing me from Borioli, far away. And they will bring food, I'll eat. And after food, I sleep immediately. Don't like to waste time. 
that is left then one day i said mama you bring this food for me all the way struggling struggling i even don't talk to you 10 minutes take my food and sleep what do you get by taking this trouble why do you do this thing she gave this answer what i am telling she said swami ji we don't bring it because you need it it is our need that we bring it take this attitude in life whatever we do it is our need so with the same attitude i talk to you you don't need me i am 100% clear about it it is my need and whenever something is done as our need what is the net result we will have humility we cannot have arrogance see now this you can experience when you go through the immigration in any country and when we are in front of the immigration officer they take our passport that time we are at our best good morning good afternoon hallelujah because they don't need us it is our need that we have to enter that country is it not this principle is the way to live happiness now the third important thing when we are living with this understanding this attitude then why we need to do the things in this world what is the reason reason is only one we have to have something to look forward to in life if we don't have anything to look forward in life we end up in one of the two things either laziness or eating there there is nothing to do no program no project no no planning no nothing then uh, uh, let's have a cup of tea then we want some biscuits we want some uh, croissant something or the other because there is nothing to look forward to see friends therefore we must have a very busy schedule it is our necessity should not have a problem now what i should do no you will come to know when you grow old you are young now you will come to know in old age people suffer never because of shortage of time but because of excess of time like i see divya's father he is so busy he has started another factory ask me so any this is the thing i said yes do it do it don't stop keep yourself occupied busy and the more you are having busyness you are at peace with yourself and while doing all these things the basic should not be forgotten it is our need nobody needs it now about this i'll give one more example there was 
one uh, um, person in uh, Pune. And he was driving me for the first time to take me somewhere for lunch. So I never knew him. So I said, yes, dear, um, what's your name? He said, my name is so-and-so. I said, very good. Then uh, I asked him a different question. I said, what is your hobby? Normally people often ask, what is your profession, what is your qualification, what do you do, what is your business? I asked him, what is your hobby? He said, this is the first time somebody asked me this question. I said, okay, tell me now. He said, my hobby is cleanliness. Cleanliness, yes. I said, okay. Now, what is your uh, working factory or officer? No, I got a big factory. What factory? They are making corrugated boards of which the cartons are made. So I said, let's drive to your factory and don't call anybody. We'll give a surprise visit. And we went there. And the whole thing was speak and span. Not even this much piece of paper anywhere. So perfect. Like a theoretical factory. So perfect. Then afterwards when we were going, then I said, hey, tell me something more. Then he said, you can see something in this area. What is the speciality? Then we are driving towards his home. I said, there are no plastic anywhere. He said, yes, you are caught correctly. I don't like dirt anywhere. So, I engaged one boy on my factory master role. <coughs> and his job was not to go to factory. Collect all the plastic things around and dump it in the municipal dump. And it took about 8-10 days. The whole area became clean and neat. So the morning walkers asked that boy, Hey, who are you? Are you a municipal person? He said, no. Then he directed them to me. So those people, morning walkers came to me. And they say, um, Why you are doing this thing? He said, no, because I like cleanliness. As I like my house to be clean inside, I also like the house to be clean. The outside also should be clean. Now, to whom will I ask? There is no point in asking the government. Government is, is an illusion. So, best way is if I like cleanliness, I must do it. And this is the way I did it. And then he has done a really good job. And then he told me, my only daughter, there was some rotary exchange between India and some of the European countries. And in that one rotary boy came, stayed with us and finally my daughter got married with him. So now I am thinking to close the factory. I don't need no anything. Why should I run? Then I told him, I said, look here, how many people are working in the factory? He said about 300. Now tell me, have you thought about them? Is it that we have to work only for ourselves? What about them? If you close the factory, you don't need. But where those 300 people will go suddenly? Therefore remember, 
only what I need, therefore I do know. We work so that we are kept occupied and that helps others around us. That is the way living happily. Dear friends, the more we thus contemplate living happily is we have to keep ourselves occupied. So, when we are So, when we are happy and we are doing the things of our own choice, the net result will be, we will never be tired in life. Do the things happily, you will not be tired. Like when I go to many houses, the standard uh, blessings I give, uh, let the giver of the food be blessed. Annadatha Sukhi And husbands of that house, they say, um, may we get such lovely food every day, but not the same food tomorrow. So I said, hey, why do you say like that? Swamiji, when you come, the food is so tasty, so good, so sumptuous. Every day we get something or the other. Fresh from the fridge, goes into the microwave, comes out as a pindadan and that is given to us. So, why this happens? I said, you asked your wife. She said, no, when Swamiji comes, I am so happy Swamiji is coming. Anything you do to express happiness, will be the best performance. Anything you do as a burden, Oh God, again I had to do this thing. Neither will you enjoy, nor the other person will enjoy. These are very subtle points. And all of them put together is only one simple principle. That is the principle of my life. And the principle is, whatever we are doing, it is just a time pass. Time pass means we don't have to achieve anything in this world. Only to keep ourselves occupied. Now what is the meaning of time pass? Now this is a very subtle, deep principle. Once I was playing with uh, somebody because there was time for taking food, a carom board, and I don't know how to play that. But the child was very expert. So he was uh, playing and I didn't know. And I being a Swami, I don't want to get defeated. So I used my um, Jugaad technology. So when the child, my turn comes, I divert his attention, showing him, hey, whose picture is that? When he looks that shirt, I'll take two, three, put it in And two, three times I did. Fourth time I was caught. He started shouting, Mommy, Swamiji is a cheat, he is doing this thing. No. I 
I say, come on, yeah, don't cry. I will do it, not do it. And again, we restarted. <clears throat> and then, <clears throat> he was very expert in that. So when he was playing and winning, that very time, his mother told, comedy, food is ready. I said, hey, come on, throw it away. Let's go for taking food. He said, no, now you have to play. Now for that child, victory and defeat was an issue. For me, it was a time pass. So what is a time pass? Time pass is that expression of life where success and defeat are equal. Joy and sorrows are equal. See friends, loss and gain are equal. And this is the quality of the mind where mind remains undisturbed under any situation. Before undertaking any job, after the job is, rather during the performance of the job and after the job is over, the equanimity of our mind is not compromised. It is always equanimous, not sleepy. Living happily is possible if the mind has these three qualities. Mind is quiet, alert and vigilant. Alert because in one go we are able to catch something. If we need repetition, then we are not alert. In uh, Mahabharata, after the war was over, then Arjuna asked Bhagwan Krishna. He said, you told me something before the war. It was so wonderful. But I have now forgotten. Can you please repeat it? What Bhagwan Krishna must have felt, I can experience that. Many people ask me, Swamiji, please tell that joke again. Or they say, please repeat, please explain the joke. Jokes cannot be explained. You have to have the wit in you. See, friends, this happens only because the mind is diluted. It is quiet and we have trained our mind to extremes. Either the mind is multi-pointed, jumping from one theme to another theme, one place to another place, one time to another time, one experience to another experience. This is the training we are given to the mind. Constantly jumping. Or the other extreme is the mind is zero-pointed. The moment the mind is quieter, then slowly it enters the slumber. The quality of the mind where happiness is the natural state is the third step where the mind is quiet, 
alert and vigilant. Alert, able to comprehend the things in one go. Vigilant, while interacting with the world, are we gathering impressions on our mind in the form of likes and dislikes. If our interaction with the world deposits impression, I like this, I don't like this. What is the net result? Slowly, slowly our mind will be fully loaded with personal likes and dislikes. And then such people, when they have to do something for others, what they will do? Whatever they don't like, they will oppose. And whatever they will like, they will propose. Most of the social work is like this. Those who are teetotalers. What is their social work? Remove the liquor from the world. Those who are the non-smokers. What is the social work? Nobody should smoke. See? Those who are the vegetarian people. Non-vegetarian is very bad. Those who are vegans. No, no. Milk is very bad. Thus, our own imagination we start imposing on others. And this is how our life becomes one-sided. Life must have a balance. And that is possible only if we are doing whatever we are doing only for one purpose. Gita says, Yoginaha karmakuruvanti sangam tyaktva atma shuddhaye. All our activities in the outer world should leave the mind in an equipoise 24-7. So before taking any job, you are completely relaxed, but not sleeping. While the job is being done, it is delivered, done perfectly well. After the job is over, there is no arrogance of success or a guilt of failure. See, friends, this is the most important thing, the secret behind living happily in life. And nobody can do it for us. We have to practice. And for this, we must know what exactly is the source of happiness. When we are seeking happiness and when we are discovering happiness, what happens? Get this point. Under three conditions, we get attracted towards the world. Condition number one, I am incomplete. Condition number two, that thing which is other than me is a source of happiness. I don't have it now. Unless I get it, I will not be happy. So the sense of otherness. And third, by whatever means, I must have it. These three things put together is the meaning of seeking happiness. So, I am alone. So what? Very good, live happily. No, what a life without a wife. Get that. 
then thereafter the cinema begins. So those who don't have children, they are miserable. Those who have children, they are super miserable. Then we come to discover there are two types of people who are miserable, those who have and those who don't have. Those who don't have money, they are miserable. Those who have money, they are also miserable. How to hide it? How to protect it? See, friends, therefore, we start only imagining that that particular object is a source of happiness. I must have it. This is how addictions happen. We are not born, or rather nobody is ever born with a cigarette in the mouth and a lighter in the hand. How do we start smoking? So we look around, see the advertisements, go in the company and then slowly start. First cigarette we smoke with zero experience. Second cigarette we smoke with one experience. Third cigarette we smoke with two experiences. Nth cigarette we smoke with n minus one experiences. When n minus one approaches n, they are almost equal. Then first we were smoking the cigarette. Now the cigarette smart smoking us. This is how first we imagine happiness in the objective world, then we become so much influence. Influence of the worldly things on our mind is called as desire. If the world cannot influence our mind, no desire will be born. It is something like this. Take a container, flat container of water, absolutely steady. No disturbance of any kind. It is steady. And another mirror, parallel to that. Both of them are so steady, you won't know which is mirror, which is the uh, water. And then put one dry leaf on the mirror, and another dry leaf on the water. What will happen? The water will have the circular ripples slowly coming out and they won't stop. One, then second, then third, it goes on. And when the leaf has fallen on the mirror, nothing happens. In case of the water, the external object has influence. In case of the mirror, external object has no influence, number one. Now second thing, what is the ripple or what is the desire, what is the thought? Now this example I gave you, a gross example, that water is gross, leaf is gross when it falls, then you get a ripple, they are also gross. Now this example, deduct it in your mind. World doesn't fall like a leaf in the water in our mind. See? Now, for example, I see this Ganesha. Oh, it is so nice. I like it. So he is there. Now, how that creates disturbance? Be attentive. 
the world enters our mind to create disturbance in a way which can be described as entry without entrance. Now just think and find out. Like we are seeing that Ganeshji. Now where the Ganeshji is seen? Either Ganeshji is seen outside or it is seen inside. Where that knowledge is happening? Ganesh is outside. Then value, figure, importance, plus or minus that our mind has given to that object. Therefore, worldly things enter our mind when we give either positive or negative importance to anything. When we give positive importance to anything in this world, we start liking it. And that liking is like what? Like a ripple on the waters. And when we give negative importance to something in the world, that also creates a ripple on the mind. So be attentive. Like the wave on the water surface, is it other than the water? It's only water. In the same manner, the thought or the desire in the mind is nothing other than the mind. But what has happened? One object has entered the mind in the form of value or importance. As a result, a disturbance was created in the mind. Therefore, disturbed mind is misery. Undisturbed mind is happiness. What is living happily? Let us see that our mind doesn't get disturbed. Because we like something, it doesn't happen. Because we don't like something, that happens. And we are disturbed. And when the disturbance is quietened, again we come back to ourselves. Now, if you take some exam experience of your own life, maybe 10, 20, 15 years before, something bad has happened and that time you are very disturbed and as the time has passed, you are the same, that event remains the same in the form of the memory, but it doesn't disturb that much because with the passage of time, the ripples on the water slowly die away. Now the question comes, when a ripple dies, where does it go? And what is the process of death of a thought? The process of death of a desire is that object is no more entering the mind. That to understand this phenomena, take this simple technique. I take normally a cup of tea in the morning. And when I am all alone, then I have no botheration about whether I am disturbing others or not. So I can start very early morning. 
but we had to go and stay with the people i had to be very careful i may get up like a ghost but others are sleeping like the post so let them sleep so if i don't get a tea in the morning the mind starts the japa tea 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 tea, tea. then the mind starts reacting these people are so lazy they don't wake up early in the morning you know what is they to sleep they should get up early morning now no 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 and finally i cannot hold myself then i struggle go to the kitchen find out and all the houses have got standard format one kettle tea leaves and this more than that i don't need anything so i make a cup of tea and they aha now what happened an object which was creating desire and therefore disturbance in my mind with an object was given to the mind the desire for the object is quietened and my original status of happiness is revealed when we are seeking happiness what we are trying to do is quieten the disturbed mind and undisturbed mind is the source of happiness but our calculations go wrong what are our calculation when i had no tea i was disturbed when i have tea i am happy therefore happiness has come from tea if happiness has come from tea then every person in the world should be happy with a cup of tea but this doesn't happen then you find out where from the happiness has come then we come to this final conclusion disturbed mind is misery undisturbed mind is happiness so what is living happiness mind your mind take care of your mind in such a manner that we are not uh, vulnerable allergic to any disturbance in this world this world has always been like this there is nothing new always like now with this understanding when the life is lived you are living happy bhagavad gita says gatasu na gatasunscha nanu shochanti panditaha wise people are those who are never miserable and it is only because they have understood the secret of life like the dream achievements and failures do not make any impact on us but during the dream it was a reality the moment we wake up out of the dream thereafter do we regret come on i was getting a huge lottery ticket and the money i just was counting and this wretched waking has come my dream has gone no 
similarly, if there was something terrible that was happening, we don't care because it was just a dream. So to live happily, we have to ascertain our position. What is our position at a given period of time? Now this will be our second thought process. And in that thought process, we have to fix ourselves where we are. The real, naturally blissful I, the second is illusory I, and the third one is the secondary I. Now out of these, which is the one we are? And when this decision is taken clearly, whether I am the illusory I or the secondary I or the blissful I, and to reach that blissful I, what will be our approach in life, in day-to-day -day life? Is happiness attained through the stations of miseries? If the destination is happiness, Journey cannot be miserable. Please, friends. But if you are coming across miseries in the life, then your destination is not happiness. Your destination is struggle. And those who enjoy even the struggles, they alone have discovered the way to live happily under all conditions. Friends, it is possible for every one of us, every day, every moment. And the best part is, we don't require anything outside. You are the source, you are the enjoyer, you are the enjoyed. This effortless being without becoming anybody is living happily. Normally we become somebody and seek happiness. And after becoming somebody we can never get happiness. Because the one who is seeking is not real. So let us discover the secrets and live happily throughout our life. Om Purnamadaha Purnamidam Purnaat Purnamudachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishate Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Sri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Om